Coming to you from 1,200 feet above sea level at the desert floor in the Valley of the Sun with current temperatures of a whopping 67 degrees. That's right, just outside of Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome to Inside Studio CRE. I'm your host, Eddie Smith, as per usual, with Country Road Entertainment. For all of you joining right now, the guy is wide open for you all, so come on in and put your feet up and enjoy the show. So um, just going to do a couple of quick shout outs. We're going to get straight into the show today. Uh, big thanks to our station partner, 94.1 KRDE, The Ride, country with personality in Arizona. For those of you out there with a business, 94.1 is available and ready to help you with your advertising needs. If you're interested, would like more information, feel free to get, uh, contact Carol Handy in sales by calling 877-700-9410 or email her at carol at krde.com. Now, Country Road Entertainment and Inside Studio CRE are happy to announce once again that we are sponsoring the annual Lost Dutchman Days Rodeo in Apache Junction, Arizona. And today I have a big treat. I have to, uh, the rodeo's actual spokesperson, Krista, with us today. and She's going to tell you all about it. So let me bring her in. Hey, Eddie. How's it going? All right. How you doing, hon? I am doing pretty good. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show today. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's, we're, we're excited because last year we didn't have the show. We did not have the show. Um, no. Just with everything going on, it was just, it was going to be absolutely impossible for us to raise money, which really is the goal of the event itself. Um, Lost Dutchman Days raises money for children's organizations in Apache Junction. Um, and it would have cost us more to have the show than we would have been able to give back. So, but we are ready to come back full force this year. Well, I know I'm excited. I haven't, I haven't even been to a rodeo since, uh, the last, uh, lost Dutchman days one. I, it has been a long time, a long two years without a rodeo. Yeah. Um, the dates for this year's show are February 25th through the 27th. Um, so it's always the last weekend in February. So it's kind of easy to remember. And tickets are for sale now. Uh, correct. Yes. So we have online tickets um, available. If you go to our website and then just hit the ticket tab, it'll take you right to the link. Um, and then we also have a couple local sellers that are selling presale tickets as well. Um, those presale tickets are $2 off. So it saves you a little money at the gate um, and you do get to skip the line going in. You can just go right in and find your seat. Um, the two locations that you can get presale tickets in Apache Junction are the AJ Chamber of Commerce and the Crazy Horse Saddle Shop right there on Apache Trail. And Country Road Entertainment also has a link, I believe, to buy tickets as well. Um, I don't know. If, is that the pre-order price, too? Um, yep. It'll take you to the generic um, uh, ticket site, and then you have the option to do the pre-sale tickets there as well. Excellent. And uh, what kind of entertainment are we expecting this year? Oh, my gosh. Where do I even start? Um, so in addition to the three full days of rodeo action starting at 1.30 each day, Friday through Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, there is going to be a full carnival. There's going to be a parade um, going downtown Apache Junction at 9 a.m. on Saturday. Um, so that's free to the public to enjoy. Um, we have about over 100 vendors sent, uh, set up. So come be ready to shop, get some good food. Um, we're going to have plenty of those. And then we have a free entertainment stage. So I think we have probably, 
I think we go through about 10 bands every day, Friday through Sunday. Oh, really? Um, providing free entertainment. So we've got a big old tent with some bleachers. People can come out, have a beer, and enjoy the free entertainment. 10 bands this time? Yep. Yeah, Did I you think, have that last year or in 2019? We, yeah, we do. I, I don't think it's quite tonight. I think we do like three, like morning, afternoon, and then into the evening. So. Do you know what the lineup is yet? Um, I do. If you give me a second to pull it up, I sure. can go through that really quickly. Um, and while I'm doing that, to kick everything off, we are having a brat party at the Elks Lodge in Apache Junction on February 24th. There's also going to be free entertainment there as well. Um, you can come out, get a brat, get a beer. Um, and all of the money raised at that event also goes to children's organizations as well. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, so this sounds a lot bigger than the last ones we've done. This, I, you know what? We are not messing around this year. People want a rodeo. People want to get out of the house and we are going to give the people what they want. So, all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I've got this entertainment schedule pulled up. Okay. Um, let's see. So it looks like that was my apologies. We have nine bands scheduled for the whole weekend. I wish we had 10 bands a day. That would be pretty cool. Um, so Friday we have the Rusty Wagon Band playing from 10.30 to 1.30. Uh, Rodney Wayne's playing from 2 to 2.30. And Billie Jean, the kids, are playing from 3 to 6 on Friday. Um, for Saturday we have Shift Work playing from 10 to 12. Desert Rain playing from 12.30 to 3.30. And Living on Mars playing from 4 to 7 p.m. on Saturday, February 26th. Now, is there a, uh, is there, um, uh, after the show, like dance and party and whatnot? Yeah, there is. So on Friday, the 25th, um, there is going to be the rodeo dance also held at the Elks Lodge starting at 7 PM. Um, and Canyon state band is going to be our band for that event. Okay. And it's $5 to get in. So super cheap, come out, have some fun, dance the night away and enjoy some country music. Excellent. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, and I think we have someone in the chat. Oh, we got a hello from New Jersey. <laughs> wow, from the East Coast. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, they come uh, in from all over. We get we get people in the in the in the stream sometimes from yeah, you know, I mean we got people popping from up to I think 12 countries now. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I know we have we have Canadians in our audience when you know, when the announcer's asking where people are from, we have people from all over the country. So as you well, know, Apache Junction's big on snowbirds. So we get gonna... <laughs> all kinds of people. So snowbird capital of, uh, of Arizona for sure. It sure is. And that is almost our target demographic is snowbirds. So we see a lot of them. Hi, uh, Cindy. Thanks for joining us. Cindy's from Utah. Hi, Cindy. All right. So what else? Uh, it, it, any, are we missing anything else? Are they doing any contests with the guests or anything like that? Or I don't think that we're doing any contests this year. Okay. Um, we are pretty excited, though. If you guys go check out um, our Facebook page, just um, just type in Lost Dutchman Days and it should pop up. But um, we're excited to welcome Madison McDonald as our mid-performance um, entertainment so when you buy a rodeo ticket, um, usually in the middle of the show, she's going to come out. She's a trick writer, and she is going to do some trick writing for us. 
Um, so it'll be our first year hiring like a true trick writer. She has like a flag that she does with like sparklers coming out of the top of it. Okay. Um, so it is going to be insane. Um, that's new for us this year that people can look forward to. Um, and then, I, you know, I think the biggest thing is we just want people to come out, have fun, but then also realize that all of the proceeds from this event do go right back into the community. Um, and we're doing we're doing amazing things. I think the last time we checked, we've raised over one point three million dollars uh, for the like organizations in Apache Junction. Outstanding, outstanding! Yeah. I love it, and I, I'm not, and I'm excited to be a part of it again this year. Yeah, we're so excited to partner with you, um, and this has been so much fun talking on your show. Yeah, we'll have to. We got to do this every year, and I, I know we got some ideas that we're playing with, um, and yeah. you know we won't leak it just yet but there is more uh lost dutchman days rodeo action coming to uh inside studio cre so we're super excited about that awesome well thank you so much eddie i really appreciate your time today you're welcome and for those just joining this was krista with the lost dutchman days rodeo if you are in the arizona area be sure to uh catch the replay and hear all the details of this year's show awesome. all right krista, have a great night thanks for your time you too thanks everybody Okay, folks. So, yeah, again, if you are in the uh, Arizona area, uh, be sure to check out the Lost Dutchman Days Rodeo, and you can go to the website there at www.lostdutchmandays.org. So, with that, we're going to move on to our main guest. This is a big highlight today. I'd like to welcome uh, singer and songwriter of 2021's hit single, Sound of the South, Caleb Austin and his wife. And she's going to hate me because I just forgot her name, so. <laughs> it's Cheyenne. <laughs> Sorry. Cheyenne, I, I, it was it, it. It fell off my tongue, and I'm like, "Wait, a minute, isn't that a city it's up gone. in Wyoming?" Oh, good lord! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, welcome well, to the show, y'all. Yeah, thank you so yeah, much for you. having us. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I was prepping it, and I don't know what happened to the clip. I actually had the clip from. So, folks, just to give you some background, I actually uh, became aware of Caleb because of a post his wife put on instagram awesome. and awesome. and and i was looking at it i'm like and i was really touched by it because i if i recall um uh you were talking to the camera and he was off in the background of the kitchen singing to your daughter i think it was yeah, yeah. and i was just uh, so it played through and i went back and i'm like wait what, what was this so yeah. i watched it again and it, and folks i had it queued up and again i don't know what the heck happened to it it was up oh right that's there. all right but, <laughs> but it was it was it was really cool and what touched me is you had mentioned you know you know the sacrifice um that he had made in terms of you know for the family and everything and i'm like i need to dig into this a little no. further so you know that's when i tracked down the website for kayla and started doing some um the homework on my end and then that's when i reached out to y'all uh because i just i just felt like my audience would love to hear about you and maybe you know extend your reach even further well thank um, you very yeah, much that's, that's awesome yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, it, it's been kind of difficult working on schedules, but I'm super excited to have you all here. Um, and I, 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 I would love it if you just kind of tell the audience a little bit about yourself. And I, I guess we could touch on. I mean, you, you started um, in music. What was it back in high school? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I got my first. Well, I, I kind of grew up in music. My, I, I, you know, I have a big family filled with musicians, and my mom's a singer. Um, so I grew up around it, you know, but it wasn't until I was about 14 when I started to learn the guitar that I that I started writing my own songs and 
singing. And then my first actual performance was in high school. Um, so I was what 16 at the, the junior. Oh, yeah. Sorry. She's going to be in and out a little bit trying That's to okay. help our, our little ones. Um, but yeah, I was at the, the junior talent show. Um, this was the first time I ever sang in front of a live audience. Um, and, uh, and then it just kind of expanded from there. And, um, when I, uh, was about 23 um, or 22 or 23, I decided to move to Nashville for about a year. Um, and then I, I stayed there and, and just pretty much did songwriting and songwriters rounds. Um, <clears throat> and then I moved back here, uh, went through a divorce, moved back to Salt Lake City is where I'm at now. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then met my wife here and, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, um, you know, I was doing music with her as well um, for a while, and then things kind of took a turn for the worse, and I had to quit music altogether and go get a full-time, you know, full-time job and, and didn't know how I would get back into music at all. And uh, and then she started posting on social media, and it totally gave me a second chance at doing music. So she's, uh, <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't expected at all. Um, it, I don't know. I just... I kind of got on TikTok because his sister was like, you should get on TikTok. It kind of grows your Instagram following. And I was like, no way. Like, I am too old for TikTok, you know. So I ended up doing it. And I started with, like, some lip syncing videos that would get 500 likes or something like that. And then I just ran up to him one day and was like, babe, sing some Jason Aldean. And instantly, like, over 3,000 likes. And so I was just like, well, this is kind of the way we Maybe should we go, this, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that I just started doing the TikTok Instagram uh, thing because like my biggest portion of my following is really because um, I have two of everything, if that makes any sense, to yeah. Facebook, to Insta, to TikTok, to yeah. Twitter, I don't understand. And then uh, YouTube. Yeah. Has, <laughs> you know, but like, so I have one that's all about the music promotion and like YouTube, I combine that with travel. But when the Instagram and TikTok thing, everyone's pushing me to do it. And I haven't really kind of figured out how to relate it to this audience just yet. Mm -hmm. But on my creator portion, um, I'm just a, a complete idiot on it. I love it. And people can, <laughs> people can, hey, I have one that hit 80, 88,000 views, I think. Oh, oh nice. nice. And it was crazy because, um, you know, uh, Caleb, I can relate. I'm divorced as well. Um, I'm a 2020 cases on top of it. And um, I've made that mistake twice in my life. So on my creator side on Insta uh, Instagram and TikTok, and I'm a little careful about it, but I actually just make fun of divorce. Yeah, and, really. and I and and I just I I use that as an outlet. It's like therapy. I love it. Yeah. I I think it's hysterical. I'm about to start doing transitions. Um, I might even throw on a wig. You never know. Um, <laughs> but that's like where my my comedic sign completely comes out. But it's just it's the same. You know, the thing when people are telling me they're like, "Oh, you got to do it. It grows your following." And I'm like, "Really? I mean, does it really?" And, uh, we, and that's, it really we, does. We thought that in the beginning too. Like I I'm not a social media guy like at all. Like I have it for music, but I never really used it. You know, I was just. And I completely got off of it when I when I quit doing music for a few years. I just you still had the pages. I still but you would had never... them, but I would never do anything with them. You know, uh -huh. and I wouldn't even be on. I wouldn't have even done TikTok or Instagram or anything without Cheyenne. So yeah, um, I mean it's it's open doors that we never would have imagined. You know, I mean, and 
it's been pretty amazing to see. Well, like, so if you do TikTok and you like link your Instagram in your bio, like with the little, you know, it has the icon where you can link your Instagram. Um, honestly, that has grown our Instagrams, like, you know, within a year. Like he started out with, I don't know, what did you have before TikTok? Like 720,000 or not thousand, 720 followers. And now you're coming up on a hundred thousand. So, you know, posting the videos and now we do Instagram reels as well. And it just, yeah, once you get a video that hits, Yep. And you can, like the more you do it, the more you will kind of figure out what people like, what they want to watch. And you kind of kind of like build off of that, you know, maybe I need to hire you for some more 30 second ideas for TikTok. I'm here, man. <laughs> I'm here. Well, I read somewhere in, um, and I don't, I, I don't know where I saw it, but I it literally, there was a quote somewhere in an article that actually, you know, referred to Caleb as being the, a musician that was made famous by social media and i said son of a gun really <laughs> then i started digging and then that's when it dawned on me i'm like no offense caleb the brains behind the operations the wife right here <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how i found y'all and i and i started listening to your music and i'm like i love this guy this i, I mean this is amazing this is great that's you awesome. know thank you so much yeah she, I, she really been, does do so much behind the scenes work i'm you know i I try to give her all the recognition that I can. So I'm glad that you can see that too, because. Well, it's kind of like the career most, I like, yeah, well, you know, because I get most of the recognition, you know, because I'm kind of the face of the music and stuff. So I, I really want people to know she works very hard at, at, at <laughs> everything behind the scenes. So thank you. <laughs> she, but I, that's kind of where I belong. You know, I will not get up on a stage. I will not, do, you know, be giving speeches in front of people. No, I'm behind the scenes and I am happy there, you know, so I can definitely go live. I can do interviews like this. You know, I've gotten used to it. But yeah, before I was just, that's not for me. So yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I am glad where we're at right now. I'm definitely yeah, more good, comfortable than I used to be. It's a good fit. Good team. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's what you call a power couple. You know, for, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and uh, when, I, when I was married, we, you know, this was a family business. I mean, this, um, I created this. Um, I, I keep forgetting to announce it. We just had our fifth anniversary. So Country Road Entertainment is officially five years old. Wow. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Still here. That's cool. Well, let's see. In the la over the last 20 years, I've always had at least two jobs. And 2020 killed off job three. I owned uh, two businesses. But I, I've been doing this for five years. I used to be um, a musician, if you can believe it or not. I actually spent five years as a Johnny Cash impersonator. Oh, and, wow. Oh, yeah. Um, actually that fender behind me was my very first guitar. I got that when I was 14. Wow. So, that's awesome. But, um, I mean, I'm, I'm literally in my studio right now. So, uh, <laughs> that's cool. A lot of stuff goes on in here. There's an amp and a monitor over here, but who uses monitors on the floor anymore? Got earbuds. Yeah. So. <laughs> he still has to use them sometimes. You know, we show up to shows and the, sometimes the, the yeah, in-ears don't last, work so yeah i had my in-ears went out in the middle of a show and i'm like what is going so on so he had no ears and but, just have to wing it <laughs> yeah. well i was on stage three or four months ago i still get called up and i so i got up to i did a few with a band here in arizona and they had buds and they handed me their set and the whole time it was like popping in and out and i'm like how can you concentrate yeah it's clicking going on um but, taking it out. yeah well I, I made it through it through the show and i i tossed him the, the deal i'm like i i'm done i i, I think I, I did by the second song i was like i can't do anymore can't. yeah yeah you know i just ran off stage everyone's like what's wrong i like, can't hear myself yeah yeah you know yeah, sometimes they can be great if they've got a clear signal they can be like the best thing ever but if yeah. they don't if they're coming in and out then it's just like 
it's it's yeah it's bad i i would that's why i always try to get like a floor monitor as well mm -hmm. just in case you know with just a little bit of the mix coming through it just in case something happens to my in-ears but i wish i knew i was just talking to a friend of mine uh clint williams with marble heart and he just he's got brand new buds and he told me it's all about that that uh, the receiver or whatever is really the issue and uh -huh. he's got it perfected at this point Oh, dang. You know, you know, so I, I, he has, they have zero issues. I mean, he's got to sound so down pat when you walk in, they could be playing a club with 200 people in there. And I, I tell you, they, they got the professionalism of that of, you know, a 1500, you know, seat, you know, theater. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Amazing, wow. you know, that's cool. That's awesome. So I, I'll have to, when I talk to him next, I'll ask him what it is and I'll send you all an email going, use this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. Very much yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, he, he did the homework for you, so there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Perfect. Yeah, now, sound sound is like a foreign language to me, man. It's, yeah, I I just put my my I, I turn it on <laughs> and I can adjust the settings, but beyond that, it's just like the frequency stuff and that's all this. Stuff. I'm just I'm just happening? like I don't know. <laughs> so. See, that was my thing in 2020 when they locked us down. Um, I you know I started this. This was originally just supposed to be 100 a podcast. I'm like, why don't we stream it? Got nothing else to do, right? Yeah. But when this showed up, I'm like, oh, I got to learn sound. Yeah, so, yeah. So I learned. I mean, I think I'm pretty good, and this is like a like an um, analog slash digital one. Uh -huh. But you get some of these. Um, oh, I can't. It was starts with the Behringer ones that are all tablet based. Yep. Uh, no, I can't. I just don't want to. And I go to, I'll walk up to a show. Let's just imagine this. I'll, I'll walk in, say hi. I'm like, hey, you guys want to take a couple of pictures or anything while I'm here? And what they do, they'll do is they'll hand me their tablet. They want me to walk around the room. And I'm like, I don't want this kind of pressure, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I've man. actually had to do that. The sound system that we use for like um, when we have to bring sound to a show, uh, ours is on a tablet. And I, we rent the sound system from a guy, but uh, our bass player will be like, here, here's the volumes, here's whatever you need to change. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I'm already nervous, like walking around the bar. Yeah, or, I mean, you the, know, faders, the faders are one thing, you know, you can yeah. adjust things, but beyond that, if it's like a, if there's like a, you know, a feedback issue or anything. I know how like to basically that, turn like, the bass down, your vocals up, whatever I need yeah. to do in that. <laughs> volumes, that's what I can do. <laughs> Well, you gotta you gotta know your limits, you know. I tell everyone it doesn't matter what you're involved in; just make sure you know when to say no. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, you're not going to ask your wife to change an engine block. It's just not going to no. happen. No. <laughs> I mean, challenge me, and you know, challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not. He's that girl. type of gal. All right, okay. <laughs> all right. So when I finally see y'all at some show somewhere, I'll have to challenge her to a barrel race. Except I'm not going to get on the horse. Oh, I was like done, done. Yeah. <laughs> I love horses. I love barrel racing. Oh, have you done that before? <laughs> Not like in competitions, right. uh, but yeah, I used to do it. Um, I used to have some friends and we would always just go to their house and set up the barrels and yeah. And well, how, how cool is that? That's <laughs> awesome. uh, nobody knows. I actually have like a, a true countryside to me. Yeah, she, she does. She, she's, right. a, she's a better writer than I am. But. Well, and he admits it that I, you guys are just like the perfect couple here. You better keep her. If I if I hear five years from now you screw this up, Caleb, I, I'll oh. tell you, man. I won't let you live that one down. Oh uh, yeah, no, he's not getting away from me. 
<laughs> wow, she I, is she wear the pants in this relationship, or is it me? <laughs> no comment. I'll just go that again. He ain't getting away from me is what yeah, came out of her mouth right there. I'm crazy. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's good or bad, Caleb. Now I'm having second thoughts. I know. <laughs> Yeah, well, bad, bad. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you didn't kill any of your ex-boyfriends, did you? I hope they're all still alive. No. Came close, came close, but came no, close. never officially did it. <laughs> funny, but not funny short story. I had a friend of mine years ago, and he uh, um, was in college somewhere in the Northeast, and he had broken up with his girlfriend, and he woke up one morning in the dorm, and she's straddling him, and she's got a knife. Like literally, she just inserted it right into his chest, just like yay much, you know. Oh my, okay, I, I, I kid you not. He, oh my goodness! And he's not a big dude. This guy was oh God uh, on a good day, five four, I think, five five, and he managed to throw her off of him and call the cops. But yeah, she literally was. She was ready to do it. She was just There's slow. Some real crazy girls oh out there. Jeez, Lord. yeah, I'm not <laughs> that crazy. Well, you know, you, you got to ask them. It's just like, you know, I, I've seen this trending reel right now where it's like, I'd make the worst 911 operator. You know, I had the same question. I'm like, well, you called 911, right? And he's like, yes. Yeah. Did they ask you one question? He's like, what's that? I said, did you either A, lock the door, or B, did you change the locks when you broke up with her? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to always, you know, prepare for, you know, the worst, I guess. But Well, here's the problem. He did not change the keys. Oh, man. I, just think, I mean, there had to be some red flags in there somewhere, you know, she doesn't, she didn't just wake up someday and was like, you're mine or you're nobody, yeah. you know, like, like yeah, she, he should have definitely changed the lot. Oh, yeah. That, you would think so. I know, like, when, when my ex and I split, I was, yeah, you know, I'm actually still kind of scared. I don't know why. Something just <laughs> little tiny, five foot two, five foot three, 110 pounds, soaking weight, uh, wet, and I'm, it, it tweaks me out so much that like, I know it not only changed the locks, I change, like I, I literally, um, you know, if I walk out the door, the alarm system and the cameras are on. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, just I mean, like, you, got, you can't be too you careful. You can't be too careful these days. You really can't. <laughs> oh, oh, everyone's so crazy out there. Uh, yeah. There's, I think you that know? year, I think that year we all spent by ourselves. You know, did some damage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you in this case, it did a lot of. Little, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, if if a feller my size is, you know, and don't get me wrong, I mean, 2020, I'm still losing the weight from 2020. But if a fellow my size is concerned about a 110 year old brunette, yeah, that's concerning. So, oh no. <laughs> at least. That sucks. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, station check. Uh. For those out here there in Arizona, be sure to check out 94.1 KRDE The Ride, Arizona's best in country music. And uh, for advertising, uh, be sure to uh, give a holler out to Carol Handy at carol at krde.com. Okay. And while we have it on the um, on the screen here, folks, I have Caleb's website at calebaustinmusic.com. Be sure to check it out. He's got tour dates. He's got music. He's got merch. Um, and you can also follow him on Facebook at Caleb Austin Music. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's rewind here a little bit. Cause I, I, I know we're, we're strapped for time. Um, 
so again, I read the story, and I'm assuming this is what it, it is. Um, and, and if it's okay if I say it, and then and then have you elaborate. But yeah. so this sacrifice if, um, that I believe he made from what what I've read in my research is that you became a young father and had to temporarily give up music. And then from what I could tell, ever since things got um, back on track, your partner in crime here has done nothing but promote the hell out of you. So <laughs> Am I am I getting this right? Well, there's kind of like two parts. He uh, he um, had kids at a young age, um, so he has all his life worked very very hard for his family, you know. But then he uh, kind of moved to Nashville um, and tried to do the whole Nashville thing for about a year, and then moved back. And um, that's when he kind of you know got his divorce, and um, we kind of met recently, you know, yeah. after that, and. You know, he, I met him cause we were both working at a local bar here in Utah. Mm -hmm. I was the shot girl and he was the lead singer of a band. And, uh, yeah, so we kind of, you know, hit it off and, um, started our life and, and for a few years I was still doing, still music. doing music, um, I actually pushed but it pretty I, hard. but I ended up, um, we ended up kind of just making a, a couple of bad business deals essentially. And, um, we, uh, we just kind of had to reset, you know, and start from, from just the beginning. Ground zero. Again. And he um, had to go, we worked for our, ourselves. We had a landscaping company and then that kind of, uh, took a turn for the worse, you know? Um, but yeah, so we financially, um, hit rock bottom basically. Okay. And then, uh, he had to go get a job and we could no longer do music because he had to work so much that like, you there, know, there was, Saturdays, no, you, there was no time, there you know, was no time for me to any extra to time. Play. It was, you know, so we could see each other and still, you know, be somewhat happy and, you know, just try and make our marriage survive and have a happy relationship with our kids and doing anything that we could. Yeah. And, and I mean, it was, it, there's no doubt about it, man. It was, it was tough on me. You know, it was something mm -hmm. that, I never wanted to give up music. You yeah. know, I, I, I've always loved it, you know, but I, I've always told myself and I, I told her the day that I married her, I would always do anything that I could to make sure our family was taken care of, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, at that time it was giving up music and she could see that there was really, well, I know he's meant to do music. Like this is why we got together because you know, I'm like, you know, that's where, how we met. He yeah. was singing in a band and um, yeah. Anyway, so I always wanted him to get back to doing music and I couldn't go get a job to help out. So he could do music because daycare is so expensive. So I always had all the kids and uh, yeah, then we started posting on TikTok randomly and it just over a year, like we had we went zero to follow, zero followers to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Um, Good gravy. Yeah. And it completely unexpected uh, yeah. just, and then people found out that, um, he had his own music, so we would start going live on TikTok, and we were like, he'll sing any song for $10, you know, get that guarantees, get your song played, and all of this money is helping us get to Nashville so he can record his first single, Sound of the South, mm -hmm. and I mean, when I tell you people jumped on it, they were like, yes, we are getting you to Nashville. They, they wanted to see, <laughs> you know, the dream evolve, and to see me keep putting out music, and so it's been a cool, cool, cool experience. Like, she's she's the best promoter on the planet. I had no idea that she knew how to do any of this, any of this stuff. Even to this day, I'm like, how do you add something to your story? 
you know, yeah. I'll be like, can I share this, babe? And I'll just hand her my phone. I'm like, will you please? I'll do it. Like, this is cool. Like, yeah. So she, I mean, she's been great and it's been kind of a, a perfect timing thing. Cause I'd written sound of the South like seven years ago, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. And we were in a one bedroom apartment, with, um, yeah, no, furniture. no furniture. We slept on the floor for like three months until we could no money yeah no money. at all like we would we, go camping i had a little toyota tacoma and we'd go camping and we would just sleep in the back you know yeah. and make a fire and yeah so it was i i think sound of the south will always have um a special place in my heart uh that, it means the most to me that's why that song was written it was kind of that time of life you know that we were just mm -hmm. broke but having so fun. in love but we didn't need money to you know we would just hang out in our apartment, you know, and yeah. that was it. Or we'd go camping by, by ourselves. So, yeah. And she's humble and she's not all about money. Oh, Caleb, you hit the jackpot. Oh man. I met him when he had no money. So uh, I, yeah, I got a I, lot of haters I saying had, like, oh, I, she's a gold digger. And I'm like, I'm less not. than no money. So I had a Best Buy account for like 2000 bucks or something. <laughs> I had less than, so I would be, I would go and buy prepaid visa gift cards against my Best Buy account so I could take her out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> or even buy like a bottle of crown. But little did yeah. he or he would take me hiking and little did he know, like I that's all I love. I love to and hike. I, I, I love drove, to be outdoors. I, I love drove like a nineteen ninety-four GMC single cab pickup truck that was on its last leg, you know. And it was my favorite was, thing ever, yeah. I was like, Man, this girl's like, you know, out of my league, you know what I mean? I'm like, whatever, let's hang out for a little bit and see where it goes and luckily, you know. He's nice. My lack All of, the rest of them she were. She was attracted to my lack of game or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does she have a sister? That's all I got to know right now. Everybody asks. I have two, but they are both in relationships. One's married and one's about to be married. So <laughs> sorry, I'm man. Otherwise, late. I'd hook you up. I'm always late to the show. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, See, I, I, I'll tell the last couple I found, Caleb, between you and I, were the exact opposite. You know, and I have a day job too. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually the head of network operations for a company out of uh, Raleigh in Montreal, Canada. So, um, I'm a little bit on the other side of the spectrum when it comes to that stuff. And then when they, they come in and they, they like all that, that big fat wallet type thing. And I don't want to, oh. you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's hard, you know? yep. man. Well, see, that's what happened like 2020. You know, you know, yeah. there's no money coming in. Your health oh, goes down. Yeah. People just jump ship in a heartbeat. This is a beautiful thing you got. I look at that. <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it kind of was, like I said, it was, it was a cool timing thing because I think if we, you know, had a lot of money, you know, instead of like going through our financial, you know, tough spot, it mm -hmm. wouldn't have taught us to be you know, to, to really work and not just work for what you want, but appreciate what you have when you get it, you know? Exactly. And, and that's, I think the, the reason that this whole thing with music has, has kept going and I've been able to go back to Nashville and, and keep recording and do, you know, music again is because it's, uh, you know, we've, we've been lucky enough to have a group of people um, and people like yourself that are willing to give us a chance. And we, we really do appreciate the chance, you know what I mean? Because it doesn't happen every day and it doesn't happen for a yeah. long time. Thank her. It's because of her. I found you. Oh yeah. yeah. For real. He, he seriously, he gives me all the credit in the world. Um, and, and along this crazy journey that we did not even expect to happen, we have made some of 
the we've met some of the most awesome people made some of the you know best friends that we ever have have had and i don't know just like some people we haven't even met yet like you know mm. it's all online but we are really really close to them and and like i don't know it, i love this entire journey i love meeting all these people because there is a point in time where i'm like there is way too much bs out there like you know screw everybody oh, yeah. and getting to like meet all of these humble people like it's just very eye-opening and there's still a lot of very good people yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so that's kind of like what we try to spread and it's like through our lives we're just like you know what this is a place to get away from yeah. life's bs well, like come no, hang out with a us a lot of times social media can be filled with just you know negativity Politics, pronouns religion which you know whatever that your opinion is your opinion so in our lives you know you shouldn't care about my opinion we shouldn't shouldn't care about yours you know and so we exactly. we try to keep that out and you know out of our live stream and they everybody is just like one big happy family like we call it the campfire family like spelled with ka instead of ca for kayla boston they mm -hmm. named themselves the campfire family and um honestly yeah. there are people yeah. there are diehards there that have scheduled it out where Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, they are there and they are there for the entire live. Like that is and I'm sure part of their life I'm now. I'm sure you've seen that too as you've gone live, you know, and streamed doing these, you know, podcasts. It's, you get people that are just, they look forward to it. Yeah. You know, they look, you know, they, they want to come back and, and, and be a part of the community. So yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, we get we get a lot of regulars, but this is the first time we've ever done a Thursday. Oh really? So this, oh, was, huh? so this is the smallest crowd I've ever seen, but I'm sure they'll get us on the replay. Well, oh, see, fun. Thursdays are tough because you're getting towards the end of the week and everyone starts going out, and you know, oh, and our yeah. audience right. is really into the music scene. So a lot of folks are actually out catching bands right mm -hmm. now. So if you're right. like <laughs> your early shows kick in around you know five six p.m. Yeah. You know. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I totally get it. I mean, I, I have people that, um, oh, let's see, twice in the last year, um, one, uh, who never was never in uh, country music until she found us on a, on a live stream last year. And, uh, she's now like family. We've become good friends and everything. She only uh, lives a couple hours from here. And then I had, um, one who's originally from the mountains in Northern Arizona that lives in Mississippi. And, she was out here um, not too long ago and actually tracked me down to my neighborhood bar where I was watching the game. Oh, awesome. So oh, wow. she, she went and caught a musician about 45 minutes from here, and um, she found out where I was at, and she took an Uber with her girlfriend, and they, they came all the way over here and walked in. And, and I heard I could hear her voice. She'd been drinking, but I knew the voice. Yeah. And I was like, what, what the heck? And, you know, sure as heck, she came over and introduced herself, and I'm like, did not see that coming this evening that I was going to meet a follower from Mississippi in my oh neighborhood my bar in Arizona. That's, That's awesome. There's some diehards out there. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I truly love like our, our campfire family is just still growing. And, you know, the amount of love and support that we have received is amazing. Um, I'm really big on like charity work. And even when we had no money, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, buying our kids Christmas presents, we would give them, you know, a little less so we could go pick, so they could go pick a kid off of an angel tree. Like each kid got to pick a kid off of the angel tree. And so, you know, it used to be three kids. Well, this year, um, we opened up to our live stream that we, we dedicated one live, um, all of the money that we 
made was going towards picking off more kids off of an angel tree. And we were able to help 40 kids this year. So oh, yeah, so it was freaking amazing. I get like super emotional with that stuff. And they, I mean, they, they will jump on anything to help anybody. And I'm just like, it's crazy how social media can be really, yeah, really useful and but like powerful for good. You know, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a cool, cool tool that I never would have imagined, you know, for mm -hmm. music and everything. So. Well, social media is a double edged sword. I mean, I, you know, Yep. I, I make part of my living on it. And sometimes I just want to put my head through the wall. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. yeah. Sometimes we just got to put the phone down. Cause I mean, you if can you're be not, wrong you're not doing it right. You're, you know, like if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. So, yeah. and we get, sometimes we get the most evil messages and I'm like, excuse me. Like what? <laughs> you know, like, I don't I, know. You know, I had the, I, <laughs> I, I've seen it before, but just recently, because I, I took a break from my other YouTube channel for a while, which is where I do, like, I travel the country with my RV, and I do, do behind oh, the wow. scenes. Oh, wow, that's awesome. With, that's cool. uh, yeah, I'll do behind the scenes with musicians. I'll do a free photo shoot with them and stuff, and then, um, then I do travel vlogging in between. It was actually something uh, my ex and I came up with because my channel was just boring. Because I would just travel and just film them playing. I'm like, this is so. Then I got introduced introduced into vlogging and everything, and I'm like, I can do that. I, yeah. I, I can yeah. totally do that. So, um, you know, but I I took a, a while off because of my divorce. I just um I threw out my back and I had enough stress. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna focus on the talk show for now and in the podcasts and everything like that. So, I um I put up one of my shorts from TikTok on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I, I got the nasty, what I thought was the nastiest response from someone. So I got a ton of likes and views off of it and everything like that almost instantly. Everyone liked it. And basically it was, you know, a funny clip. Um, I think I was joking about um, drinking or something. It was a drinking joke, I think, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and it basically said, hey, I'm coming back. You know, stay tuned. Episodes are coming. Um, you, know, get, you know, I was getting ready to start traveling and filming again, which I've started, you know, releasing those videos. Yeah. So when I got on there and he just berated me for not having original content. I'm like, did you even look at my channel? Yeah. Did you? I mean, yeah. seriously. People will jump on the opportunity, you know, and I mean, we always try to look at it as, you know, I hope you have a better day. I hope something can turn your day around <laughs> because like, if you're just totally willing to comment on somebody's video like that, or. Well, especially when you're the one working hard to create content. You're, yeah. You're the one posting it and there opening yourself up you know you're being vulnerable to the world yeah basically, like, and so and hoping that people will join you and and you know like what you're doing so there must be going some or something going on wrong in their lives in order right. for them to you know because any happy person any you know decent person would not say that or right. just keep their mouth shut even if they did we're like oh god i don't like that you know but they wouldn't say anything you know because yeah. obviously our content isn't for everybody but you know, so the best well, thing to do is just be like, hopefully you have a blessed day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't like it, leave it. Like, I swear, I mean, is, is trolling like a full-time job now? I just, I don't get it. Oh, Probably. I don't know. Dude, we get, we get so many comments. We've gotten so like even, death threats before and I'm like. Just, from, just death threat over what? Just. They'll nothing. just comment it. Yeah, or sometimes people actually, will message us and be like, I hope this happens to you. And I'm almost like. Yeah. I actually got yeah. one. Um, I was called 
So one of the things when I started the company that I used to do, which I I, I can't anymore because I don't have the staff for it, but I used to li- list it started with just one city and I grew with the entire state, Northern Mexico, where I listed every single country show location, what band, everything you could go to the website, you could sort it by what band or, or from, Hey, what's within 10 miles of my house. Right. Oh, that's cool. Well, before that we used to, I did it like in a listing that I posted on Facebook and, and this stuff took, took a lot of time, but I so I, I, I posted and I was sharing it to all these groups, um, around the area where, you know, for people that were looking for stuff to do, that's what the group was about. Right. Yeah. I shared it to this one group and um, you, you got to tell Cheyenne this one. This is a trip. They, um, they basically started, this guy started commenting that I, he hoped that I would die because if I'm in the country music, that means that I'm a, obviously his history is wrong, but he says, obviously you're a Nazi and a baby killer and a rapist and all this. And I was like, where did that come from? Yeah. People just assume like they get these ideas in their heads and they will just, and that's, that's... like they go off of whatever's in their own head. And it's like, but that, that's an extra crazy comment. Like just because, heard, just because yeah. you're into country music. Yeah. Like what? Well, I was literally like, holy hell. And and it was funny because before I had a chance to respond, because he was commenting this on this post, um, the lynch mob went and got him before I could say a, a word. They just went, they nuked, nuked him right there in the thread. And then the finally an admin came in and removed them. Yeah. But I was just like, that was so right field. I mean, yeah, I, you know, and sometimes, you know, uh, it, I mean, it's good to have hate comments, obviously not like that. That's, per, that's very that's, bad. That's too far. Yeah. yeah. But you know, having hate comments, um, your, it builds your family, you know, it, they will come in and oh yeah, you have an army for you and they'll just be like, who are you? Get out of here. Have you seen any of the other videos? Like, and then we'll just cut, you know, they will just go to bat for you and say, we don't even, I don't even comment. I just, and I leave them up. So I'm just like, oh, you wanna... sometimes I just say, thank you for the engagement. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, right? cause it works mean, in your favor. Yeah. You're right. helping our al- algorithm. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I had one, uh, four years ago. Um, I had a music, a musician and, a, um, and his girlfriend started attacking me on Facebook. I was asleep at the time. I didn't even know this was going on. And another musician, he starts calling and texting me. He wakes me up. He's like, Dude, have you been online today? I'm like, dude, it's Saturday. Like, I yeah, not yet. Saturday at nine o'clock, man. I was at, I, I was at a show till one o'clock this morning. What what he got? So he tells me what's going on. I, and so I ran down to my office and I pull it up, and this had been going on for an hour and a half. And I was and it just a huge thread. And another a female musician in the area got wind of what was going on, and it turned into a fight between those two. And basically, I had to, I had to stop commenting. Like I had to disable commenting. It was that out of control. Wow. I mean, I mean. So in terms of an hour and a half, there, there was hundreds of comments. Just, like just is, the, is, is something really that deep that you need to just, you know? I just don't see the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you go ahead, think what you want to think. People, I'm just people are gonna... a lot tougher when they're sitting behind a screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. They, uh, Them keyboard cowboys. Some... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, but that's that's something that, I had to learn just to, you know, thick but, skin and just keep going and and yeah, yeah. At first, it used to hurt my feelings. I'm like, why would they say that? But then you get more and more, and you're just like, oh my, whatever. But so you get used cool. to it. I had yeah. some guy pop in recently, call me a redneck, and I said, thank you. Yeah. Because I mean, because I am, I am a redneck. I don't get yeah, where, where I come from. That's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, you're not hurting my feelings, man. That's I got a T-shirt down the hall that says redneck. I, I really don't care, you know. Yep, yep. I mean, 
I wouldn't care at all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that being said, I think I, I, I promised Cheyenne I wouldn't keep you guys too long. I think we're just about at the top edge of that. So, oh, okay. What's so, Let's see. I think maybe we got maybe about five more minutes. Is that okay? That's yeah. fine. That's Is that fine. cool? Right on. Yeah, right I don't, I don't, I don't want to overkeep you. Well, thank I, you, man. You know, we appreciate you having us on today. So yeah, no, no, it's a lot of fun. And then in the next day or so, it'll be up on, um, uh, actually uploaded as a podcast, and we're on every platform. So for anyone that's you know wants to listen to it, they can use whatever application they use to download them. They'll get it. Perfect. Sounds good. Yeah, just send us that link, and and we can spread it around as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can send that to you. I can also send you the embed link. You can actually embed the podcast into your website. Oh wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we it's just it's like a I think it's a Java link and we just we host it so it's just it's it's a lot of musicians have done that. Okay, oh, cool. cool, man. Very it's, too, cool. it's too bad I was I was supposed to have an additional guest and I was trying to combine you all. I was actually going to introduce you. I, um, Wayne, if you catch this, you need to text me back. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm supposed to have a, a Texas uh, musician on that's also on 1883 Yellowstone right now. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's so busy between singing and acting right now. I have had the hardest time getting him back on the show. You're like, come on, man. I'm, I'm like, right here. Yeah. <laughs> like, do I have to go to San Antonio to track you down or what? Yeah. Don't know? tempt me. Because <laughs> I'll do it. He knows I will. Oh, Uh-oh. Our kids are going crazy. <laughs> oh, I, I've, I, it's funny. I'm it, there's so many people like I, I've had people on the shows where their, their kids just start going bananas in the background. It's hysterical. Or, or um, we had a, a couple that came on the air and they had a couple of dogs and the dogs just try to take over the show. It was just, That's hey, it's funny. It doesn't bother me. None. It's like, Oh yeah. yeah but I was, no. tell, but I always tell everyone, if you're listening to this, stop right now, look at the time frame you're on, go to Facebook, go to this moment. Cause you got to watch this part. That's what I say. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of times, like even when we're live at night, our kids will wake up and walk out. The other night I was playing and uh, my son has a little miniature, you know, one of those like kid flame guitars, you know? Oh, okay. And he, I was singing and he walks out with that behind me and he can he came up and he was like, dad, I want to sing too. No, he said, dad, you want to sing sound of the South? Oh yeah. Dad, you want to sing sound of the South? So nice. he hopped up next to He knows to every me. word. He knows every word of every song that, well, <laughs> he doesn't really know all the words to turn the night on. Um, but he does know most of the words to Cheyenne sun goes down and sound of the South. So yeah, uh, yeah he was just the like, kids, <laughs> the kids love, love the music, man. We always have it playing in our house and it's yeah. just, a, it's been such a fun thing. Cause normally you have to go to Nashville or, or Texas or somewhere, you know, to, to make it in the music business. And man, social media has changed all that. Yeah. And, and we've yeah. been so lucky mm -hmm. and fortunate to have, I mean, I get to do what I love to do every single day from the comfort of my own home with my wife, yeah. you know, there you go. Yeah. and it's, it's been awesome. So, yeah, we've had a great time doing it and met a lot of cool people and are looking forward to, you know, continuing to grow, continuing this whole process. So, yeah. And you and you still play, right? I mean, you, you get a few shows a month, right? I do, yeah, yeah. We're um, actually booking for this year. We're still booking some shows out, finalizing some stuff. But this year, I should probably be doing right between forty and fifty dates this year, okay. um, and then probably a little bit more than that next year. I'm just trying to build up my my original set list because 
I just got back into music like not even a year and a half ago, you know, so I'm mm -hmm. like all of a sudden I'm like having to write again, like getting back into the swing of things, you know. He's not like, wanting to play, you know, cover after cover, you know, we want it to be more of the Kayla Boston show, you know, come see Kayla Boston instead of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This year will be county fairs, festivals and clubs, things like that. A lot of cover songs, you know, just to. Mm -hmm to get out and get busy and, and play live, you know, but next year I'm thinking that we're going to try to book our own tour and then hopefully that'll be pretty cool. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I totally get that. There's a musician over here doing the same thing. He actually backed down on the number of dates so they can finish in the studio. Cause he wrote, um, I think, uh, 12 or 13 tracks in the past few years Oh wow! and they've been laying them down one by one mm -hmm. and they got so busy. They hadn't been in the studio for a while. And then the opportunity, um, kind of dropped that he could start putting some gaps in so they could get in there and start laying the tracks down. Yeah. So yeah. It makes fun. a lot of sense. You mm -hmm. know, I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. So this next year should be pretty really busy, but it'll be a good year. Like it's going to be, you know, filled with. Well, it's more even like you playing county fairs and festivals or even bars. Like we had some, we've had quite a few people just, you know, where he's playing at in Utah, we've had people travel like three plus hours just because this is the closest he's going to be, you know, to them in, you know, who knows how long. So yeah, we've had people travel like more than three hours to see him. So I've, been, I've done that. I'm that guy. I would totally, yeah. <laughs> if you guys were like, yeah, Hey, we're playing in Laughlin. I will drive to Laughlin. You know, we had a band oh, yeah. come down from Reno. I've known the guy. I've never seen him play. They drove down. They were somewhere in California. I drove to California. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I'm yeah, I'm uh, always down for a road trip if I'm I know somebody's out there. Yeah, for a good concert. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, you know, so we're excited. It'll be a good year. Yeah. Um, now, um, are you? Do you have a full band? How do you do it? Yeah. Yep. You I do. do. Yep. So I, I, it's a four piece. So I I sing and I play acoustic guitar, okay. and then I had just drums, bass, and an electric guitar um, lead. Yeah. When you but. when you guys travel, do you travel with sound? Sometimes we do. Yeah. Um, we play maybe a dozen shows a year where we run our own sound. Okay. Um, it's, we try to not do it just cause it's a hell of a lot more work, you know, but it's, it is something that we have to do. We wouldn't turn down a show for it. So yeah. we, we've got a pretty good little PA that a buddy of mine has down the road. That's just, it's, it's all powered stuff and it pumps, you know, and it's easy. It's mm -hmm. like, we can be the whole band can be set up and ready to roll within 90 minutes, you know, so nice. it's, it's an easy setup, at least for like, you know, a smaller or midsize venue for anything that would require like line array or anything like that. Then yeah, we don't do any of that stuff, but yeah. yeah I was just curious. Cause like I, I do a lot of booking in Arizona. Um, I just expanded to Texas and a lot of, uh, a lot of the venues here that I'd say the majority of them don't have sound like some mm -hmm. do, but and then some have a partial setup where you still have to plug into that but uh -huh. yeah. yeah yeah so we the the system that we use is we've gotten so used to it and so fast it's it's mm -hmm. all of us kind of know I like mean, I, i'll even help set up sound you know we all just kind of have our little parts and we can be set up fairly quickly you yeah. know so nice. it doesn't take that long so i mean yeah i mean if if uh we can talk about getting me down to arizona man that'd be great <laughs> that'd be <awesome>. sure. <laughs> there's not much we don't do at country road i'll tell you that that's awesome. And, it, and actually booking is my least favorite thing, but uh yeah, I do that I just, too. I book all yeah. the, I book all of yeah, his shows. So. The, it's a lot of work. Yeah, very, yeah, keeping in contact with all of them, mm -hmm. email, 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 call, call, call. Yeah, yeah. 
And you gotta, I have notes. I have notes literally of like, if they have told me anything like about their niece or nephew, I'd be like, oh my gosh, how's Tommy? Like, you know, I try and make it as. There's so many little details when you're you're a booking agent, you know, like, hey, what time's dinner? Where's dinner? Where's the hotel? Do we need parking passes? How many parking passes? Yeah. All this stuff. So Mm -hmm. stressful. Yeah. So, but it's part of the game. Yeah. I wouldn't give it up. (laughs) My latest issue is I have one musician one band just one that literally they're um they've they have an outstanding invoice at like four months now i'm like are you kidding me so what am i working for free over here really oh wow yeah I'm a, i i'm about to put i've never done this before but i'm about to put a musician into collection <laughs> i gotta make a living man well yeah, yeah you're not doing you're all not this doing work for free. free no no so yeah that is uh the, the, that is, I would say, one of the least fun parts about the live, you know, aspect of it is the, uh, the booking. You know, it's just so. No, it sucks. It's so cool. many details, and yeah. Well, especially when like the venues and the bands do it on occasion, but I more so the venues when they get they double book the nights and everything. I or you know, or the most difficult thing is is when um when a when a venue has a cancellation or they um um forgot to book an act. The first person they call here is me. And I'm like, really? So how much time do I have? I I literally, I have been called up to three hours before the show. Holy cow. How the hell am I supposed to fill that? Right. Because in theory, they would have to be there in an hour to start setting up. Right. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. (laughs) Maybe a DJ. That's that's normally my response at the point. Call a damn DJ. I I can't help you, man. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, that's cool, man. Um, I didn't know that you did all that. There, oh, there's a whole yeah. We do. I do professional photography, film, all kinds of stuff. Like cool. a lot of a lot of the stuff that I do. Like you'll see some some of the photo shoots and film I do, and that I post and everything. Those are like my business card advertising. Like, look what you could have, you know? Yeah. So you know, like I'll, I'll pop up. I'll I'll do like you know a handful of pictures. But if I get hired, you get like you know a shit ton of pictures. You know what I mean? So yeah. What? <laughs> My daughter broke in here. <laughs> but, but hell yeah, man. Well, thanks for having us on your show today. We really appreciate it, dude. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate you. Um, we'll stay in contact. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and uh, I'll drop a review on uh, countryentertainment.net of your um, of Sound of the South, and yeah. I'll make sure I get that shared across on the social media as well so you can check that out as well. That'd be great, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you thank it. you. Well, uh, thanks again, Caleb. Um, say uh, say goodbye to uh, Cheyenne for me, and I will. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and I'm sure we'll talk soon, sir. Absolutely, man. Thank you very much. Have a good night. You too, sir. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, folks, here we are again. Another show down in the books. Getting close to that 50th episode. We were uh, planning a big anniversary, um, kind of a combined to celebrate the five-year anniversary of Country and Entertainment, as well as 50 great episodes of Inside Studio Series since 2020. Um, and hopefully we'll start boosting those numbers up again. Everyone's just so busy these days. and That's a good thing. We like to see everyone out there performing and everything. you got to remember when we started, we were doing two, three shows a week. And the reason being was we were all stuck at home. So, um, again, a big shout out to our, um, 
partner station 94.1 KRD, the ride country with personality in Arizona. For those of you out there again with businesses, remember they are available and ready to help you with your advertising needs. So if you're interested and would like more information, contact Carol Handy in sales by calling 1-877-700-9410 or email her at carol at krde.com. And a special shout out to our longtime sponsor, Tom Ryan, some of Live Country Music in Chandler, Arizona. Um, big, big ass dance floor, cold drinks, big stage, good live music. Um, can't say anything wrong about the place. So you definitely, if you're in the area, check them out. So side of that folks, uh, thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.